family to Junior University's Sleeping Beauty and Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey's Out of This World Circus. When you hear the Beach Boys, be the fifth caller at 909-888-KCAA. That's 888-5222 and win a pack of tickets to both of these great shows or be one of the first five people to click like on KCAA's Facebook page at facebook.com backslash KCAA Radio. Summer of Love and Family Fun Packs, Junior University Sleeping Beauty, and The Circus at KCAA 1050 AM and 106.5 FM. This is 1050 AM KCAA Loma Linda and 106.5 FM Yukaipa. And now it's time for the Mitch and Kathy Show, a brand new show about thought, your thoughts the thoughts of others, but most importantly, a fun show that makes you think. A show with things that make you go, hmm. So with no further ado, no delays, no tricks, just straight ahead real people on real radio, here's the real Mitch and Kathy. We are back for another exciting show. In fact, this is a special show specifically for our family because they wanted more information on crystals because we had a show a couple of weeks ago and we had mentioned that crystals aren't good for altars and boom the whole internet and facebook took off about crystals what about crystals so we thought we would go ahead and answer those questions in a a show and hopefully give you some information that you never heard before in your life about crystals and so we are happy to be here to give you this information family so hello we're hello back. hello uh i hope everybody we changed to a different number so if you're listening to us on talk stream live let us know that you can hear us and let us know that everything is kosher uh, i can hear the show that we're talking now live on talk stream live but i want to make sure we got the number right um looks like we're number nine which is a good position to start start with when I want to make sure that we're number I want to make sure that the number is right now. Actually, I have number now. You have number seven. That's good. We're actually you're number six now. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Good. Good start. Um, let us know if you have any problems with our number. You want to give them the number that we have now? <laughs> Website. Hold yeah, on. Find it. <laughs> Hop to it. Hop, Hop to we it. We are hopping. Up to it. She is new girl today. Hey, she worked very girl. well. Yes. Let's see here. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Here it um, is. It's area code 641-793-9670. So, again, the number to call is 641-793-9670. And that is our own dedicated number for our audio listening Pleasure. But so. if you want to call in and ask a question, it's still 888-909-1050. And the 641 number is just to listen on TalkStream Live. It's a really clear, good line. But if you want to ask a question and interact with us directly, and I think there might be a lot of folks who will want to do that today because this is a show on everything you want to know about crystals. crystals. So get your pen and pad ready, 888-909-1050. There's people all over the country that want to know about crystals. Well, they want to know more about crystals. We, we said some things about crystals in passing, just in passing, just a few words about crystals. 
And, you know, our, our phone lines, our emails, our Facebook lines just lit up and people wanted to know, well, what can we do with our crystals? So we didn't do it last time. Uh, we didn't do it time before that, but we're going to do crystals today. Today. So if you got questions and concerns and ideas and you want to preach about crystals, you want to say, well, why can't I keep my crystal on my altar? Why can't I take my crystal to bed with me? Why can't I go shopping? Why can't I walk? Anything you want to do with your crystal is a fair game question today. Can't walk your crystals. Crystals can't walk. <laughs> they are rocks. They are inanimate objects, but people have asked that. Hey, but they are alive, though. They're alive, but they're rocks. You can't walk a rock. You can drag it. <laughs> and this is our last day with our producer, Di. So we're going to make this day special for you, Di. And we're going to mess with you a lot today, just so you know. <laughs> how I'm much gonna we mess love with you. <laughs> we only mess with people that we love. <laughs> or she's going to try to ignore us and be all cool, but that's okay. We got something for you, Di. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, we got a special crystal show today. So we're going to talk about what crystals are, their place in creation. Uh, what is crystal intelligence? I don't think anyone's ever talked about that. So we're going to talk about that today, and we're going to get all into the different levels of consciousness that goes with crystals. And just about everything you thought you knew but didn't know, we're going to talk about that in the next hour, or actually the next two hours. we got to take a quick commercial break, and we're going to be back with you to uh, talk and teach and also to listen listen to you because you're going to have some questions so please call in on the number that's 888-909-1050 if you have a question spiritual growth in the modern world is a challenging prospect miracles supernatural phenomena and true spiritual masters are hard to come by spiritual tools that work inspire and lead the aspirant to higher evolution are very rare items. When we don't get the answers or the help that we're looking for, we often conclude that God is not listening or that he has turned us down. What we fail to realize is that there is a right way and a wrong way to pray. Furthermore, there are tools that the Creator has given us that are designed to help ensure that our prayers are answered. My wife and I have experienced hundreds of supernatural events and miracles in our lives. We have witnessed the appearance of angels, gods, elementals, materializations, aura phenomena, and a host of events that defy rational explanation. We have over 100 free videos on YouTube and a large Facebook page. Visit our website today at www.tybro.com. Hi, this is Kathy Gibson of The Mitch and Kathy Show. My husband and I started a business over 10 years ago dedicated to bringing spiritual tools, knowledge, and understanding to a rapidly changing world. Over the last 100 years, we have gone from a culture dominated by the horse and buggy to space stations, airplanes, iPads, and the Internet. We have decoded the human genome, tamed the atom, and sent humans to the moon. Yet there is something strangely amiss in our evolution. Our spiritual growth has stagnated. We have yet to successfully plumb the depths of the human mind, understand the mysteries of the human soul, or fully integrate the emotion of love into our politics, religion, or racial relations. We have created over 100 free videos on YouTube and a large Facebook page. We enjoy our work, and we look forward to meeting as many of you as possible. 
please come by our website at www.tybro.com today. Hi, I'm Mitch. And I'm Kathy. And we're the Mitch and Kathy Show. At least I'm half of it. <laughs> I'm the other half. <laughs> <laughs> we did a show. We do some great shows, but we did a show called You Did What? You Did What? And people was talking about some of everything. And some things we didn't want to hear. Some things we heard, I wish I could unhear, but that cannot be done, Grasshopper. It is cannot be done today. It can't be done, but only on the Mitch and Kathy show will you hear something like that. We're going to do a show about orgasms. Ooh. Nobody has, to, to my knowledge, has ever done a show about orgasms, a human orgasm. Did you know there was 27 different types of orgasms? That's a lot of orgasms. You know, somebody should give you a manual or a handbook about stuff like that when you come into the world. My son, there are 27 different types of, <laughs> and they need to give you a glove and a bandage well, if they give you that. That's a Vaseline. <laughs> Join us every Tuesday for the Mitch and Kathy show, live on KCAA AM and FM. We'll see you soon. If you are just joining us, we are doing uh, a show on crystals today. We are doing a show on crystals because our family asked us to do a show on crystals because there's a lot of questions about something that was said very passingly during one of our shows, answering a question we mentioned to the young man that he might want to take those crystals off of the altar, and everything exploded from there. People wanted to know, well, why can't I keep my crystals? What crystals can you have on the altar? Why aren't crystals on the altar? Do I have to throw my crystals away? And so forth. There was a lot of questions, and we said, you know, since we did mention it, I guess it's our responsibility to go ahead and answer those questions. But what we're going to do even more than answer those types of questions is we're going to teach you a little bit about what crystals are, uh, what their place in creation is, why were they created in the first place, and something called crystal intelligence. There are several different levels and different types of crystal intelligence that we're going to talk about in their purpose we're going to talk about uh, the different entities used for crystals, uh, what the interface between different types of crystals are, how they uh, interact with angels, gods, elementals, demons. As you can see, we got a full, full show for you today. I know we have a caller, and I'm going to ask the caller to wait for just a little bit. We haven't even started talking about crystals yet. <laughs> I think we need to go ahead and start the show with uh, just a basic what are crystals, Master Gibson? What are crystals? Still trying to eat my chips and salsa. <clears throat> Could handle it for a little bit. <laughs> Here we are doing a show on crystals during the Republican National Convention, and we are still in the top six. What? So that's just wonderful. That is. Absolutely. Just to, to be in the middle of all this political hoopla and have a show that is still doing fantastic. So I'm just happy about that. You know, uh, especially after the uh, uh, wife of Trump made her uh, talk yesterday and they were talking about plagiarism there, for us to still be in the top six, that's amazing. Yeah. Because that is the big talk today. But we're not going to talk about that. We're talking about crystals. Yeah. It's a full moon today, so it's an appropriate time to talk about crystals. And how we're going to handle this is, well, my wife has a list of questions 
and we're going to just look at them as though uh, we're teaching each other about crystals. And in the process, we hope we will answer a lot of your questions. Um, it's a show that hopefully will we, – we addressed some issues with crystals last time, and people just lost their minds, uh, just acting like they just didn't know what to do. So, so for those who are novices, uh, unfamiliar, uh, just tuning in because they're curious about why people have crystals and they want to know uh, what the hoopla is about crystals. Let's start our question and answering session with the basic question. Uh, a person who's just tuning in and don't know anything about crystals, how would you define what crystals are to a person like that? Um, I, I think the, the basic thing we should look at with crystals is that crystals are living things. They are intelligent entities. But first and foremost, they are servants. Hmm. They are not objects to be worshipped. When you look at, when we looked at most people's altars that are following us, 90% of what was on the altar were crystals. Mm -hmm, that's true. They forgot that crystals are merely instruments, tools, and at best, servants. Uh, when you have a candle and crystals and a picture on your altar, you don't have an altar. Mm. You have some intelligent rocks that you will have lit up by a candle. Uh, yeah, they are energy-based beings. They are intelligent, but you can't worship them. If you do worship them, that's, inc that's crazy. They're just rocks. They're just rocks. They can't do anything for you because they're rocks. They're not gods. They have elemental spirits in them, but as such, they are elemental spirits. Elemental spirits at that lower level are servants. So if, if a person has a crystal and say they had it on their altar and the crystal is a servant, how can the crystal serve a person? Can't. The crystal as a servant can't do much for you. It can absorb energy from its environment. It can absorb energy from you. It can absorb energy from food you place on the altar. But in and of itself, it's not going to do squat for you hmm. on your altar. Now, in the last 20, 30 years, there's been a lot of teaching in the New Age community about crystals being objects of worship, being things that you should work with. But this is a wrong teaching. This teaching has misled so many people that people have mistakenly put crystals on their altar and venerated them, venerated them to a point. And as such, uh, it has misled people away from the beings they should be venerating, namely the gods. And I think that was the purpose of the, the dark forces, to get people to look at crystals in such a way that they would look away from the gods. Okay, so obviously the creator had a intention and purpose for crystals, which is why they're part of creation. What is their purpose in creation if, if they're servants, but they can't really serve you? Well, crystals are in your body. Crystals are part of the earth. Crystals are in space. There's crystals in stars. Crystals are a basic part of creation. Crystals are everywhere that you can name that has matter. There are crystals in primordial matter. Uh, there are primordial crystals. Crystals form the structure and basis of our reality in many ways, but they are not the most important aspect of reality. The most important aspect of reality is energy, which crystals are a primary conductor for. Crystals conduct energy, they amplify energy, and they store energy. That's what they do. Crystals, without crystals, there would be no, no primitive radio. Without crystals, you would not be able to have the conduction of electricity and energy in your body. 
but as such, they are still servants. Their job as servants is to conduct, store, and amplify energy. That's it. Okay, so I know that uh, a lot of people use crystals in their their practices if they're healers. I know they like to place crystals on, on the body. Uh, so if a particular crystal is placed on the body, then you're saying that it can amplify the energy that's being put in the body? Depending on the crystal and depending on the type of energy you want to have amplified, it can. In your use with crystals, when you, when you work with them and you touch them, how, does, how do crystals feel to you? Do you feel anything from them? Well, I used to empower a lot of crystals, actually, uh, gemstones. And uh, when I was making the uh, talisman of the holy names, I used crystals. And part of the, the mixture that I put inside of it after I uh, wrote whatever it is that the person was asking for it to be empowered to do. Uh, I can tell you that some crystals, uh, yeah, you can feel uh, uh, energy inside the crystal, but not necessarily something that's going to uh, empower the person. And I know when we used to have people at the office and when we were doing the um, the aura machines and, and looking at people's auras and we were testing different items of power – and a lot of our followers would come in and they would have, you know, uh, their bag of crystals that they have in their pocket that they've been carrying around forever. And we would ask them to go ahead and, and put their hand on the on the platform and we would put the aura on the screen first without the crystals and then with the crystals and to see what the difference was and was the crystals really amplifying good energy into the person or if it was actually putting in negative energy in the person. And we were... Uh, shocked initially when we started doing this because we were finding that the crystals that people were carrying around with them was actually taken away from their positive energy and was actually adding a lot of red and dark energy into the aura. And we found that the when they were using these crystals to call upon their spirit guides and, and the other energies that they were using, the white light, uh, we found that it was no no change in the aura. So we found that that actually was not helping the person. And then when we put uh, an item of power, a spiritual tool that actually had power in it and showed them what their aura looked like with that, and you could see an incredible difference in the aura with the real uh, spiritual tool of power. So, and, and the uses of crystals when I work with them, when I've used them without putting a special empowerment inside of the, the gemstones, uh, they were basically just gems. No sp special energy or coming out of them or anything when I was using them, unless I put energy into them. And even when you put energy into them, energy moves both ways through a crystal. And over, over time, I mean, you make an excellent point that when we work with crystals using some of our pretty sophisticated uh, aura equipment, um, sophisticated equipment with testing brain energy, um, they didn't do that much. Mm -mm. Uh, my point was that the energy of crystals, for the most part, is very subtle. Mm -hmm. uh, and in some crystals, it's very weak. And it's not nearly as strong as the user would like it to be, as we saw that it would like it to be. I've worked a lot with crystals for 30 years, even during my medical practice. I use crystals on myself. I use crystals personally. And you have to develop a sensitivity to the energy of crystals. 
But even when you develop a sensitivity, it's not like energy that's going to knock you out like a grenade. It's a very subtle force. And my point in saying that it's subtle is when you work with the gods, the energy of the gods is not a subtle force. The mm-hmm. crystal can amplify that energy, it can store that energy, but more than anything, it's going to take that energy away from what the God should be receiving from you. It's going to take energy from your offerings, it's going to take energy that should be going toward the gods, it's going to be taking energy uh, from your ancestors, and your ancestors ain't going to like that. Mm-hmm. They're going to say, we need to get that meat, that chicken, that those vegetables, but crystals like to eat too, they are living things, they will take the subtle essence of that energy, so when the ancestors get it, it's just a shadow of what they should be getting. Mm-hmm. And uh, more importantly, it's taking energy away from you, the person who was putting the crystals on the altar. We're going to go ahead and take our first caller, a, a young man from Vancouver. Jamie, I know you've been holding. Thank you for being so patient. Jamie, you're on the air live with Mitch and Kathy. How can we help you? Oh, hi, Master. Hi, Asario. Hi. Hi, How Jamie. I, I just had one really quick question and uh, I just wanted to phone because I, I finally had that book The Order of the Red Dragon show up and I'm pretty blown away by that one. It's pretty yeah, amazing. It's a great book to be blown away by. Well, it's just, it's huge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have like five yeah. tablets and a number of other things but I mean this is just mind-blowing how, how much material is in this one. I mean it's uh, it's like a tablet and, a, and, a, and almost like the Bible at the same time put together. <laughs> <laughs> I would say so. Yeah, I was very pleased with how it turned out. It's, um, it's a huge uh, way to get information and energy about probably the most important order of our time, of the last uh, 2,000 years, easily. Yeah, it's just unbelievable. You can actually feel the energy emanating from it. It's quite quite interesting. Uh, so, uh, My one... Quick question. It was actually because a friend asked this uh, yesterday, and I hadn't thought about it, is that sometimes I put some of my spiritual tools on my altar uh, related to solar rejuvenation, and one of those tools is the obsidian ball. And I didn't know whether or not to classify that as a crystal or not. The obsidian ball as a crystal should not be on your altar. Okay. Well, that that clarifies something. So I'll I'll take that off. Yeah. Definitely take that one off. Actually, you should have no crystals on your altar, but definitely take that one off. Obsidian is one of those crystals that opens up portals between different realities and from one consciousness to the other. So obsidian could easily open up a portal between the astral world and the physical world and draw all the energy of your offerings away from your altar. So it's one of those crystals that can be a negative force on your altar. So we definitely don't want to have obsidian on your altar. Okay. Well, definitely, uh, I look forward to being a lot richer after this, then. (laughs) Yeah, it it draws energy in a bad way for that that particular position. Now, you can have it in other places in your home because you sometimes want it to open a portal between you and other levels of consciousness, but on your altar, that's a bad place. Yeah, sometimes I I put things in places to keep them away from prying hands, the little ones, and so uh, that was the only safe place, but uh, I'll have to find another place for this one. Yeah, I mean, that, we're not saying you shouldn't use it. It has good uses, but it should not be on or near your altar. Okay. That, uh, that's pretty clear. Thank you very much. Thank okay, you. thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Jamie. Thank, thank you. The book is just wonderful. Thank you. Take care. You know, there are there's probably a lot of different stones that people are going to have questions about. And, uh, and if they call in, we certainly will answer those questions about specific crystals um 
But there are going to be some that we will talk about later on in the show uh, that are recommended, not for your altar, but just for your personal use that can help you because it draws in a lot of good energy. Uh, But we'll talk about that later on. I think it's important now to go ahead, since we don't have anyone waiting, uh, to talk about this concept called crystal intelligence. Exactly what is crystal intelligence? Crystals are intelligent entities. Um, They're entities that you can speak with, but as we said, they are very subtle forces. And the energy in crystals is something that is is we really probably should spend some time talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, There are different types of intelligence inside of a crystal. And so we just need to look at what some of those types of intelligence are. Okay, well, let's go ahead and start off with the, the first one. Uh, that's on my list, and that is uh, an intelligence called the unconscious unconscious. In one of the first communications I got from the order, they introduced me to the whole concept of crystal intelligence. And uh, the, fir- one of the, the, the third of the first three lessons talked about nothing but crystals. I had a 50-page uh, dissertation from one of the inner masters of the true order on crystals Mm -hmm. nothing but that and uh, i was really surprised to see that there were so many different levels of intelligence unconscious unconsciousness was the first level that i was introduced to which is the most basic level of intelligence inside a crystal which means that that crystal is unaware of itself and it's unaware of its unawareness Sounds like a human-only conscious level. It's unaware (laughs) of anything, which means that if you put information inside that crystal, if you try to take information from it, you're not going to get anything. That crystal is just going to sit there like a sponge. Hmm. It is unaware of its unawareness. It's not going to say anything to you. It's not going to do anything for you. It's just going to sit there and eat. That's all it does. That's an unaware unconscious unconscious crystal and frankly that's 90 percent of the crystals out there Hmm. they just sit there and do nothing so they absorb absorb all the energy that's all they do that's all they can do Mm -hmm. because they haven't been they haven't evolved enough to do more than that and unfortunately it also mirrors humanity (laughs) most of humanity is unconscious of what it's unconscious of. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't understand higher intelligence. It doesn't understand higher concepts of the spiritual world. And if you look at it, we are composed of mostly of unconscious, unconscious crystals, which cause us to react in that way. Mm -hmm. That's why it's so hard to get a human to move to higher intelligence, because there are crystalline elements inside of us that are preventing that move. So you're saying that uh, because we have crystals inside of our bodies that it's absorbing that energy from us? That's right. It absorbs energy and information. 95% of the information that goes on inside a human, we're unconscious of. You can look at an EEG while you're talking to a person. And that EEG has high-frequency gamma waves, high-frequency beta waves, high-frequency alpha waves. All these waves are just moving, going crazy. And those energies have nothing to do with the conversation that you're having with that person. Mm -hmm. Absolutely nothing. That's what those crystals do. They support information and energy transfer at higher levels that we don't participate in wow okay that sounds like this might be a mirror these crystals might be mirrors of us so we'll let's go that's a good observation they are mirrors of who we are mirrors of who we are that's right okay that's very 
All right, let's go to the next one. Well, since it was unconscious, unconscious, I guess the next one would be straight unconscious. Well, as a, a crystal can evolve like a person. But as we said, over 90% of the crystals that are out there, I would say 95% of the crystals that are out there are unconscious, unconscious crystals. They are very low-level rocks. Mm -hmm. And that happens because these crystals have moved away from their source of consciousness and information, like taking um, a flash drive out of, out of a computer. Without some access to the central core of a computer, a flash drive is just a piece of plastic. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. It may have information stored in it, but you can't access it without putting it in a computer. When crystals are inside the earth, they are connected to a core of crystalline energies that is highly intelligent, capable of doing a great deal of work. But once you unplug a crystal, once you break it off, once you put it on the ground, it's a flash drive with data that you can't access because you don't have a way to access it. And most of the human uh, nervous system cores are not sophisticated enough to be able to pick up a raw crystal and do anything with it. Mm -hmm. We've seen that. We've tested it. We put information inside of crystals and ask a person to try to discern what's there. They can't do it. Most people can't do it. Mm -hmm. So an unconscious, unconscious crystal is a rock that has a very low degree of intelligence. It can move to the level of what we call pure unconsciousness. With pure unconsciousness, that crystal can begin to process information, but at the unconscious level, it becomes aware of what, it's, what is there. It can't communicate it to you, mm -hmm. but at the unconscious level, it has awareness. So it knows that it exists. It knows that it exists. It knows that it has information. It has no idea what the information is, mm -hmm. but it knows that it has some. It's like looking at a human again. We keep using this analogy, but I think it's appropriate. Mm -hmm. A human knows that it has a heart, mm -hmm. but we can't see the heart. We can't touch it. You can't control it. Can't either. control it. We can feel it beating sometimes, mm -hmm. like like a liver or kidneys. We know that we have kidneys, but we can't feel our kidneys. Mm -hmm. If you get hit in the kidneys, it hurts, but you don't really know what your kidneys look like. You just know that they're functioning. Mm -hmm. I can see that this is going to be a lot of the same uh, analogy with the crystals and human beings and in our uh, developmental process. We do have a caller. We're going to ask the caller to hold on for us because in about 30 seconds, we're going to have to take a break and we'll take a three minute break and come back and then we'll get to the phone lines. I think we have two callers now and then we'll get back into this discussion about crystal intelligence. So uh, I hope you got your pen and pad ready because we're getting ready to go in deep. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Mitch and Kathy show. Hi, I'm Mitch. And I'm Kathy. And we're the Mitch and Kathy Show. At least I'm half of it. <laughs> I'm the other half. <laughs> we did a show. We do some great shows, but we did a show called You Did What? You Did What? And people was talking about some of everything. And some things we didn't want to hear. Some things we heard, I wish I could unhear, but that cannot be done, Grasshopper. It is cannot be done today. It can't be done, but only on the Mitch and Kathy Show will you hear something like that. We're going to do a show about orgasms. 
Nobody has, to to my knowledge, has ever done a show about orgasms, a human orgasm. Did you know there was 27 different types of orgasms? That's a lot of orgasms. You know, somebody should give you a manual or a handbook about stuff like that when you come into the world. My son, there are 27 different types (laughs) of, and they need to give you a glove and a bandage if they give you that. Some Vaseline. (laughs) Join us every Tuesday for the Mitch and Kathy show, live on KCAA AM and FM. We'll see you soon. Spiritual growth in the modern world is a challenging prospect. Miracles, supernatural phenomena, and true spiritual masters are hard to come by. Spiritual tools that work, inspire, and lead the aspirant to higher evolution are very rare items. When we don't get the answers or the help that we're looking for, we often conclude that God is not listening or that he has turned us down. What we fail to realize is that there is a right way and a wrong way to pray. Furthermore, There are tools that the Creator has given us that are designed to help ensure that our prayers are answered. My wife and I have experienced hundreds of supernatural events and miracles in our lives. We have witnessed the appearance of angels, gods, elementals, materializations, aura phenomena, and a host of events that defy rational explanation. We have over 100 free videos on YouTube and a large Facebook page. Visit our website today at www.tybro.com. Hi, this is Kathy Gibson of The Mitch and Kathy Show. My husband and I started a business over 10 years ago dedicated to bringing spiritual tools, knowledge, and understanding to a rapidly changing world. Over the last 100 years, we have gone from a culture dominated by the horse and buggy to space stations, airplanes, iPads, and the Internet. We have decoded the human genome, tamed the atom, and sent humans to the moon. Yet there is something strangely amiss in our evolution. Our spiritual growth has stagnated. We have yet to successfully plumb the depths of the human mind, understand the mysteries of the human soul, or fully integrate the emotion of love into our politics, religion, or racial relations. We have created over 100 free videos on YouTube and a large Facebook page. We enjoy our work, and we look forward to meeting as many of you as possible. Please come by our website at www.tybro.com today. We are back, and I believe we have three callers who are holding, and we're going to start off with the young lady in Greensboro. Jaya, are you with us? You're live on the air with Mitch and Kathy. Yes, I'm here, Master and Master Sarah. Jaya, are you there? Yes, I'm here, Master and Master Sarah. Hi. Hi, Jaya. Hi. Hi. How are you? Very good. Thank you for accepting the call. Well, how can we help you today? So I um, I have removed the crystals from my altar, and um, which is good. I kept them either in the closet or in some other place in my house, like the protective ward and some other things. Uh, but my question was around uh, the altar, and is it good if somebody tries to come in the dream and try to check my altar? Uh, because I felt that happened a couple of times that I remember, and uh, I wasn't sure if that is a good sign or 
bad sign of should people be trying to come in the altar in my dream? An altar is a good place for beings to interact with you. It's like a bridge. No, it's not like a bridge. It is a bridge between the physical world and other worlds. That is one reason why when certain religions took over most of the faiths of the world, one of the first things they did was they destroyed the altars. They destroyed the temples. And when they did that, they cut the physical world off from many of the different worlds. And that's why some of the gods went into retirement. They got tired of trying to fight to help us. When we're cutting the bridges and they're trying to send us help and information, we're cutting the lines. So an altar is a way that the gods can reach you. That's a good thing. But gods were not coming. Like my work people, they were trying to come to the altar. Is that also okay? Which people? Uh, The people at work. Well, Hmm. it's a bridge. People can reach you. Uh, It's a way that they can come to you. Um, it's it's not bad. It's just something that happens. Your ancestors, people you know, you know, even in the dream state, you can have a relationship with somebody you hadn't seen in 20 years because you are connected with them in various ways. And the altar is just another one of those way you can be, ways you can be connected. Okay. Sounds like your people at work, they just want to be close to you, Jaya. Have you had a moment <laughs> for dinner, Jaya? <laughs> they might want to get some of that good chicken tikka masala. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for calling, Jaya. Thank you, Master Master Saria. Nice talking mm-hmm. to you. Bye. Nice talking to you. I think we have on the line with us from Evergreen, Colorado, Cindy. Hi, Cindy. Hi, Masters. How are you today? Good. How you doing? Oh, I'm just recovering from that Red Dragon book. <laughs> yeah, I was crying the first couple of days of joy. It's just it's amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. So you read through the whole thing? I did. I Good. I'm glad it. you liked I, it. Oh, it's I oh, I'll be writing about it. It's I'm still taking it all in. It's a miracle. Yeah, it's a lot to take in too. Yes, ma'am, it is. <laughs> <laughs> what can we help you with? What question do you have for us today? Um, so as far as uh, crystals on the altar, what if uh, you have deities that are made out of crystals? Like I have a Lord Ganesh made out of soapstone. Um, I have a Kuan Yin out of jade. What happens with that? The main purpose of your altar should be to connect with the gods. That's why we have an altar, the gods and higher beings. If you have a crystal that's made in the fashion or in the image of a higher being or a god, that's okay. That's a good use of a crystal. Okay. Because it's going to try to tune in to the energy that it's shaped after. That's okay. Okay. Yeah, I tried to take them off and I heard no, but I wanted to make sure for sure. So that's I okay. appreciate it. Thank you Some very of the much. largest... Some of the largest god statues in the world are made of jade, some are made of gold, some are made of marble, and that's a great use of a crystal. Good. Perfect. Thank you so much, Masters. I love you. And love congratulations you for your daughter. Yes. Oh, oh I'm, I, I can't even believe it, but she's told me for about a year that she sees the sun blinking, so I'm like, well, let's just go outside and try and she went out by herself, and she came back, and it's a miracle. 
It is. How old is she now? She is 13. You know, she's one of the youngest of all the people that we work with that has had the Sunderbank. We actually had an eight-year-old get the Sunderbank, but for a child that is just going through puberty to do that, she's a phenomenally gifted child. Yes, she is. So congratulations. Congratulations, Taryn. Congratulations. Thank you. Big hug Thank you from for us. all of your help with her, too. Oh, my gosh. Is she coming to Chicago? She is coming to Chicago. Good. So we got a big hug for her, and she's going to get some more of that juice. <laughs> oh, so excited. I'm so happy. Thank you. I'm so grateful because you know why with yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Cindy. I love, I love you. I can't wait to see you. We love Looking you, too. Forward to Looking it. forward to it. And we have one more caller from Florida. Francine, are you still there? You're live on the air with Mitch and Kathy. Hi, Master. Hi, Asaria. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, thank you. How are you guys? We're great. Good, good. What questions do you have for us today? I I have a question about Moldavite. It That crystal actually does give off some kind of energy. It actually makes you feel a heat. In your body, and I'm I I know that it that it was um from space, but I'm concerned. What exactly is that energy, and how to use it? The best way to use it. Moldavite is one of the crystals that we were going to recommend that you do use. We only have about six that we recommend that have enough consciousness and enough intelligence and are evolved enough that you can work with them without having to strain or give you negative energy. And it's a crystal that. Uh, has been around for millions of years, and it's not from Earth. All of the Moldavite that we have that we use came from a meteorite that crashed into the Moldova River in Czechoslovakia. That's why it's called Moldavite, from Moldova. And it's an energy that is extra-dimensional. It is the first crystal that I worked with that allowed me to connect with higher intelligence in a meaningful way. I had a piece of uh, Moldavite that... I got a lot of it. Tybro wouldn't exist without that piece of Moldavite. It just wouldn't. It just had that much energy and information in it. And I loaned it to somebody like an idiot, and I never got it back. (laughs) You know who you are, Ed. (laughs) Give me my crystal back, Ed. (laughs) But anyway, it is one of the most highly evolved energies, and it gets information and energy from higher dimensions of reality. It is actually a celestial-level crystal. Wow. Okay. That is very interesting. And if I could just have 10 more seconds. I wanted to know because I, I saw one of your videos where you mentioned some of the, the kings or, or pharaohs in um, ancient Egypt used the rod of rod, I think it's called, and put crystals in it. So is there anything that we could do to maybe amplify a crystal? To amplify crystals. There is, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later in the show, but I'll give you just a couple of tidbits now. One of the things you can do is let a crystal sit in the sun. Crystals need energy just like you and I. One of the best energies you can train them to take in is sunlight energy. Put them in a window where they can get direct sunlight, and they will eat that up like a sponge, and that will also amplify their ability to communicate with you. Okay. Fantastic. Thank you. So much for your time and information. I love you guys. Thank you. Well, thank you. Another thing you can do is you can put your crystal on top of one of our medallions or radiators while it sits in the sun. And it will train the crystal 
to take in that kind of energy as well. Mm. Now, that's a great mm-hmm. use of it. Yeah, you can, I would not you can buy that. a medallion and dedicate that medallion solely to the use of a crystal that you want to elevate. Put the medallion in the window on top of the crystal and it will grow. Okay, that is valuable. <laughs> thank you very okay. much. Okay, thank, thank you. you. Love you guys. Thank you. Love you too. Bye-bye. We have one more caller. We're going to go ahead and take this caller from Valencia, California. Spencer, you are live on the air with Mitch and Kathy. Hi, Spencer. Hello, Master Garcia. Hi. Hi, how are you? We're good. Hello. How are you? Very good, very good. In fact, I'm on vacation this week, so I decided to call into the show live. Oh, great. Okay. What questions um, do you have for us today? Yes, I, I do have a question on crystals, and I also have a, just a quick comment on the the Order of the Red Dragon book, which I, I got last weekend. Okay. Like the other callers are saying, I'm just completely blown away by the information. Um, uh, and in one of the pages, you did mention briefly that some of them can be contacted through the the hidden websites that are out there. Um I know it's a little bit off subject, but if I were to like email you on that, would it be possible to get those web addresses so we could contact them? You mean the deep web? Yes. Can't give them to you. So. You're talking okay. about the the order addresses on the deep net. Yes. Can't ha- can't give them to you. Oh, okay. Oh, just, uh, just uh, you can find them yourself, but I can't give those out, unfortunately. Okay. Um, my question on crystals is, is this. Um, I know that it's possible that at the center of certain planets and even stars there are potentially giant crystals, some of them even made of pure diamonds. Well, does the Earth have a huge crystal at its center, and does it affect the spiritual energy of the planet? Well, the Earth is not a solid uh, object like a lot of people think. There are, uh, you know, there's... There's about seven times as much water in the earth as there is on the surface of the earth. So we have to recognize that. Also, the earth has a a giant brown star inside of it. And there are places inside the earth that are, there's more livable land inside the earth than there is on the surface. So yes, there are crystals inside the earth. The crust of the earth is 25 miles thick. Just think about that for a second. At the deepest point in the ocean, that's a little over seven miles thick. Mm-hmm. So there are miles and miles of uh, crustal rock underneath the earth that contain crystals. Be- trillions and trillions and trillions of tons of crystals live inside the earth. That is true. I see. And that, that has an effect on, uh, I guess, all of us, potentially? That's right. That's right. Those crystals are used by higher intelligence to communicate with people all over the world. There is an Internet on the Earth that depends on the presence of crystals inside the Earth to help us communicate with each other. That Internet supports our dream connection. It supports our afterlife connections. It supports our higher life connections. And that's the Internet created by the crystals inside the Earth. I see. Uh, There's something. Okay, um, that was my curiosity question for crystals. Uh, and, I, and, and again, uh, the order of the 
the Red Dragon is, is spectacular. Most amazing. Well, we're so we're so glad that you enjoy it. Which part do you like the best so far? I'm just curious. Uh, you know, the, the, the very first chapter. Um, it, I guess it, it kind of gives out the the true history of mankind. Um, mm-hmm. And how we are so evolving, and how there are outside forces that are trying to help us evolve. And uh, right. Uh, you know, I've heard the Red Dragon from from your teachings for for many years, but I think after reading this book, I get a really, really, truly good idea of what their purpose is and how they are trying to help us. So, yeah, it's hard to find any good information on the Red Dragon Order online, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's what led led to me to my first question, which was, how can we contact these? Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, people do the, the hidden net, but I, as you said, I will try on my own, and I will try to make contact. Well, as so. you, in the book, it talks about the ways, the channels that you have to go through to get to from the outer order, or actually from being an average person all the way to the the true order, and there are channels you have to go through, and there are spells in there designed to help you contact them. Uh, I, I know you want to go around some of those, <laughs> but we have to try to use those. <laughs> And it is uh, the course that uh, the Living Soul courses is one of these uh, methods to get into the outer channels. That's right. That's right. But a lot of people, when they take the the Living Soul course, they kind of take it for granted. They don't understand that the course has been created by true masters and that the intelligence and consciousness you develop can help you connect to true masters. They don't really respect the depth of consciousness that you can connect with when you work with it. Mm-hmm. They feel like it's made by Mitch and Kathy, i got to pay this money, but they don't realize the extraordinary opportunity they have to connect with the inner order. Just extraordinary. Yes, I am, I am and the most uh, urgently trying to, to, to complete it, because I did get all the way to the last lesson, but I've been kind of stuck for a while. So, But uh, I think... With the last few books that I've gotten, including the, the, the Angel Summoning book, I think I'm just almost there. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if you're one of those people that you looked at the information that you had and you didn't realize what you had in front of you. Mm-hmm. I think now you're starting to realize. Yeah, and always go back. Yep. Always go back yep. and look at the, the lessons there. It's right there. Okay, yep. uh, Spencer, we're going to have to go with our next caller. We thank you so much for calling, and um, I hope you enjoy playing with the spells in the uh, book for the Red Dragon. So thank you so much for calling. Thank we you have so much. Thank you for the good work. Thank, thank you. you. We have one more caller. We're going to take it because if we don't take it now, then she has to wait till the top of the hour. Uh, from Macon, Georgia, Sandra, are you still there? Yes, I am. How are you? Well, hello there. Hi. I'm so excited, first of all. I hate to act all giddy and everything, but uh, I'm very, very honored uh, just, you know, just to be a part of the Tybro group and the family and to be friends with you and Master Mitchell, uh, you know, on Facebook. Um, and I just received some some, be- some beautiful healing from uh, the councils as well as yourself. I had private messaged you a few, mm-hmm. uh, few days ago and everything, and I received that energy very well. Um, Good. So, Happy Good. to hear Happy that. Happy to hear it. I am very, very grateful because I was quite ill 
And I was trying to not focus on that, you know, as being a part of the energy in my body, but it is what it is. And Mm -hmm. I did need some extra help in, you know, in trying to uh, dissipate those energies that was, that was inside of my physical vehicle. Um, and I came in, I just uh, called, I met, I just got off work and I just called in and I'm not sure whether the, the, uh, um, the topic of crystals has already been discussed. Um, but We're I did talking have, about it right uh, now. I'm sorry? We're talking about crystals right now. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, um, so in the past, I've actually sold crystals. I uh, would travel to the mountains of Georgia. There's a particular place in Georgia called Helen, Georgia, near Brasstown Falls and Anaruby Falls, uh, where I, I have a friend up there that owns a crystal mine. Um, and I was purchasing the crystals from him and then in turn coming back and teaching people how the crystals heal your body, etc. You know, even made up a couple of tonics and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. But I was told recently that to put my crystals away, and this was not, I'm um, not referring to uh, some of the information that came across from your uh, information, Kathy. Uh, I, was, I was told this by someone else. And I was wondering if because of what's happening on the planet with the grid uh, and the frequencies and all of that stuff changing so very rapidly, um, are we to, uh, is that... Is that affecting the crystals? And if so, we're having these crystals on our bodies, uh, and so will that mean that our bodies will either slow down or evolve like they're supposed to? I know that's a lot of stuff in one question, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of well, rambling here. So, uh, um, no, I understand. I, I uh, first of all, we're, we're asking people to not put crystals on the altar. Uh, okay. We're not saying don't work with crystals. We're saying just do not keep them on your altar because crystals absorb energy, and any offering you were going to make is probably going to be taken up by the crystal. It's just going to just suck it up like a sponge. Wow! So we're asking not to do that. Uh, working with the crystals and the energy that's going on on the planet right now, depending on what type of crystal it is. I mean, some crystals um, will amplify energy, and if you're putting in a, a crystal that might have dark energy in it and you're putting that on your body, then that's not going to be helpful. That's actually going to be more destructive than positive. So you just have to be careful with the type of crystal that you're going to be using, especially if you're trying to heal someone. And we're going to talk about some specific crystals uh, later on in the second hour of the ones that we would recommend that you use because they do have a use. And we're going to talk about right now, we're talking about the crystal intelligence. It's an intelligence about crystals. And we had started with the first two and we're getting ready to continue on with that list so that we can educate people on the different uh, types of crystal intelligence that there is. So that's what we're talking about right now. If you just listen in and you can catch up, uh, but write some of these things down and we'll, we'll hopefully answer you the rest of your question during the rest of the show in the second hour. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, I'm honored. Thank you and Thank you, Master Mitchell. Thank you all for so much love and so much of everything. I'm new to the group, but it's like I'm just like a kid in a candy factory. I can't get enough <laughs> oh. of everything that's well, online and stuff. So I'm so honored to be in you guys' presence. And, you know, I'll see you all down here when you get to Atlanta to the uh, 
there's going to be a uh, conference or a convention going on pretty soon in November, and I'll get a chance to actually physically see you all. And well, I'm that'd be really wonderful. excited about that. Well, we're excited to be coming to Atlanta. Uh, that'll be on November 5th for the Theosis uh, <laughs> seminar. So we're looking forward to that, and I'm looking forward to meeting you personally. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Okay, thank you all. Thank Have you. a good, uh, good day. Okay, thank you. One of our students took a really good picture of what an obsidian wormhole looks like that takes energy away from the gods and your offerings. I just put it on Facebook on my private, um, on my line, also on the sub- subconscious community, and also on the um, solar rejuvenation community image. So you can get a really good picture of what a wormhole, the wormhole we were talking about, that takes energy away from the gods, uh, your offerings, and your ancestors. So you don't want to put that one uh, in particular on your altar because when that wormhole opens up, that energy is not going to see the places you want it to go to. It'll go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And, and hopefully this is going to answer a lot of the questions as far as a person who's been using crystals on their altar and they've been faithful or making their offerings uh, every day and wondering why their life's not changing. Well, hopefully this is answering that for you because if they're absorbing the energy, then the gods and the ancestors aren't receiving the offering. So it's, even though your intention is great, they're not getting the energy and you're not your life's not changing. So hopefully this will answer some of that. Let's go ahead and answer at least one more on the list as far as uh, okay. different crystal intelligence. We have about uh, three minutes. Uh, let's go to the next one on the list, which is called unconscious subconscious. As a crystal evolves, it gains in consciousness and intelligence. Um, it's like educating a human being. A person with a first grade education is a different human being that has a high school education, mm-hmm. which is different than a person that has a college education, different than a person that has a doctorate. Mm-hmm. The capacity for uh, work and learning increases with the more education you get. A crystal can be educated also. Um, by working with uh, different medallions, objects of power, you place a crystal on top of one of your tablets, that crystal will absorb the information and energy coming from your tablet, and it will become a record keeper for your tablet. So that's another way to use crystals. Mm. At the subconscious, unconscious level, a crystal begins to be able for the first time to communicate with the person. Um, beyond the unconscious level. It can place information in your mind in such a way that you can actually access it easily. Mm -hmm. That's what a subconscious, unconscious crystal does. It gains the ability to become active in its ability to share information so that you can um, access it more easily. Subconscious, unconscious intelligence gives a crystal a higher degree of accessibility. Mm -hmm. So it looks like at each level, the awareness of itself is, is growing. And then at the subconscious, unconscious level, its ability to become aware of others around it begins to grow. Mm-hmm. It's just at a very small level, but it's there. Uh, real quick question. Do they communicate with each other, the crystals? Yes. But at the lower levels, most crystals are only unconscious of their communication. Mm-hmm. They're not really conscious of the presence of other crystals in the same way. So a person who had an altar of crystals... Depending on the level of, of development of the crystal, mm-hmm. uh, another good metaphor would be: How aware are you of what your neighbors are saying from day to day? Mm-hmm. They might live not right next to you, but unless you live in an apartment with thin walls, you're not going to hear or be aware of very much of it. The crystals are the same way. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, well, we'll be back in uh, just a short minute because this is a short minute. We'll be right back. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, this is Kathy Gibson of The Mitch and Kathy Show. My husband and I started a business over 10 years ago dedicated to bringing spiritual tools, knowledge, and understanding to a rapidly changing world. Over the last 100 years, we have gone from a culture dominated by the horse and buggy to space stations, airplanes, iPads, and the Internet. We have decoded the human genome, tamed the atom, and sent humans to the moon. Yet there is something strangely amiss in our evolution. Our spiritual growth has stagnated. We have yet to successfully plumb the depths of the human mind, understand the mysteries of the human soul, or fully integrate the emotion of love into our politics, religion, or racial This is 1050 AM KCAA Loma Linda and 106.5 FM Yukaipa. And now it's time for more Mitch and Kathy on the Mitch and Kathy Show right here on KCAA 1050 AM. Now here's Mitch and Kathy. And we are back, and thank you so much for holding for us and waiting for us to come back. We are talking about crystals today, and we had a good first hour, some good questions from callers that called in. Thank you so much, callers, for calling in. Uh, we're talking about crystals, uh, their place in creation, and currently we're talking about crystal intelligence, and we're going through the different types of crystal intelligence, and we've already covered three of the different types, and we're going to continue on uh, with that discussion. And if you want to call in, let's see if I can find that number again. The number to call in to listen, just to listen, is 641-793-9670. And if you want to call in and ask a question, if you have a question that just has been burning since two weeks ago, please call 888 909 1050. So let's get back to our discussion on uh, crystal intelligence. And uh, the first one, unconscious, unconscious, you said that the, the crystals are unaware that uh, they're unaware of what they are unaware of. They don't even know that they should be aware of things. They're just soaking information up. Uh, but don't know what to do with it. And then we went to the straight unconscious. Uh, now they are aware that they exist, uh, but they still don't know what to do with the information yet. And then you talked about the uh, unconscious subconscious. Now they're aware, and they're aware of others now. So they're aware of their environment. So let's go from there. From unconscious subconscious they go into what's called subconscious subconscious so where are they now in their development at this level of development a crystal develops a primitive type of telepathy 
it can not only receive information from you and share information from you, it can actually initiate a conversation with you. Mm -hmm. It's all going to be at the subconscious level, but it's a way that the record-keeping function of a crystal can be used. A crystal can store by itself billions of uh, bytes of data. It can store uh, the Encyclopedia Britannica. It can store hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of uh, pages of information from books. It can actually store thousands of pages of information from books. And the crystal sometimes has trouble communicating at the lower levels, the unconscious, unconscious, the unconscious, subconscious. Information is there, but you can't access it. Mm-hmm. A subconscious, uh, subconscious crystal can talk to you, and you can ask it a question, and it can answer you. You have to have your senses more developed than average, but a subconscious, subconscious crystal has the ability to communicate with a primitive type of telepathy. So that telepathy would be talking to your you consciously or your subconscious. your subconscious yes. mind. So, if you put a crystal, say, on a tablet, and it's garnering all this uh, energy and information, and then you uh, have a development or you develop your subconscious mind where you can tap into your subconscious, then you could actually take in what the tablet is saying. The easiest way to do this is place that crystal on top of a book for 24 hours, then place that crystal under your pillow. Mm. You will start to receive information from that tablet. From your, in your dream state. The crystal will start to try to understand what's in the tablet, and it will then communicate with you in the dream state and try to explain some of the stuff it's learned from you or from the tablet. So it's actually even better than putting the tablet itself under your pillow? No, no, it's just another way of accessing the information. Mm. Uh, the tablet itself is probably better to put there. Mm-hmm. But if you can't travel with the tablet, you can't travel with all of them, a crystal can take information from multiple tablets. Mm-hmm. You put that crystal under your pillow, then it can start to communicate information from a lot of tablets with you in a very compact size. Okay. Well, it looks like we got a lot more to learn. Uh, and uh, just hang with us. We'll be back in about three minutes. This is our normal top-of-the-hour break. Hi, I'm Mitch. And I'm Kathy. And we're the Mitch and Kathy Show. At least I'm half of it. (laughs) I'm the other half. (laughs) (laughs) We did a show. We do some great shows, but we did a show called You Did What? You Did What? And people was talking about some of everything. And some things we didn't want to hear. Some things we heard, I wish I could unhear, but that cannot be done, Grasshopper. It is cannot be done today. It can't be done, but only on the Mitch and Kathy Show will you hear something like that. We're going to do a show about orgasms. Nobody has, to to my knowledge, has ever done a show about orgasms, a human orgasm. Did you know there was 27 different types of orgasms? That's a lot of orgasms. You know, somebody should give you a manual or a handbook about stuff like that when you come into the world. My son, there are 27 different types (laughs) of, and they need to give you a glove and a bandage if they give you that. That's a Vaseline. (laughs) Join us every Tuesday for the Mitch and Kathy Show, live on KCAA AM and FM. We'll see you soon. Spiritual growth in the modern world is a challenging prospect. Miracles, supernatural phenomena, and true spiritual masters are hard to come by. Spiritual tools that work, inspire, and lead the aspirant to higher evolution are very rare items. 
When we don't get the answers or the help that we're looking for, we often conclude that God is not listening or that he has turned us down. What we fail to realize is that there is a right way and a wrong way to pray. Furthermore, there are tools that the Creator has given us that are designed to help ensure that our prayers are answered. My wife and I have experienced hundreds of supernatural events and miracles in our lives. We have witnessed the appearance of angels, gods, elementals, materializations, aura phenomena, and a host of events that defy rational explanation. We have over 100 free videos on YouTube and a large Facebook page. Visit our website today at www.tybro.com. Hi, this is Kathy Gibson of The Mitch and Kathy Show. My husband and I started a business over 10 years ago dedicated to bringing spiritual tools, knowledge, and understanding to a rapidly changing world. Over the last 100 years, we have gone from a culture dominated by the horse and buggy to space stations, airplanes, iPads, and the Internet. We have decoded the human genome, tamed the atom, and sent humans to the moon. Yet there is something strangely amiss in our evolution. Our spiritual growth has stagnated. We have yet to successfully plumb the depths of the human mind, understand the mysteries of the human soul, or fully integrate the emotion of love into our politics, religion, or racial relations. We have created over 100 free videos on YouTube and a large Facebook page. We enjoy our work, and we look forward to meeting as many of you as possible. Please come by our website at www.tybro.com today. You are back live with the Mitch and Kathy show. No, this is not the Republican National Convention. We are actually who we say we are. <laughs> we thank everybody for being with us, and uh, we really appreciate you tuning away from politics to join us in a talk about crystals. We recognize that this is a very different sort of uh, conversation. It's not something that most people will talk about in, in polite company, but hey, we're not polite company. We're family. <laughs> we come over to stay. We stay for days at a time to eat up your food, drink your liquor, and don't clean up after ourselves. That's Ooh, the that's, kind of people we are. That's such a nice guest. <laughs> <laughs> Please stay. <laughs> we would not do that uh, because, number one, we don't drink liquor. And then we don't not clean up after ourselves. We got liquor in the house. <coughs> and whenever somebody that drinks liquor comes over, that's the first thing they go look for. They tip downstairs to the refrigerator or they tip into the closet. What you got to drink? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. All right. So we have two callers waiting. I think we're going to go ahead and take our callers. Uh, we have a um, gentleman from Winston-Salem. William, are you still there? Yes, I'm still here. Well, hello there. Hello, William. Hi, hi uh, Masters. It's so great to uh, hear your voice. Yes, the reason I'm calling is I just recently received the uh, the uh, uh pendant, and, um, you know, I mean... Um, I'm not feeling any energy or anything from it. I mean, I'm trying to, right now, I'm working on, I just retired, and I mean, I don't I don't expect a million dollars, but I mean, I'm trying to, uh, 
you know, I use the uh, tool to attract more abundance in my life, not just money, but, you know, abundance of, uh, you know, healing and abundance of, you know, just good energy. I was wondering, I mean, I wear it every day, you know, and I'm just wondering, I mean, I guess it's a, a two-part question that I was asking you. I wanted to uh, find out about that, and I also wanted to know uh, that, uh, you know, I mean, I love all your tools, but they're just so uh, expensive, you know, like your tablets are like around three thousand dollars and i was just wondering you know i mean uh that's a lot of money for me right now you know and uh a lot of my other a lot of your uh, followers that uh, that, uh, that uh love you and uh and uh live in my uh neighborhood and i mean i would just ask you i mean i'm not complaining but you know i would just uh those are the uh, basic 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 two questions that uh I, I had to ask you well the first question is uh that you asked feldraken is a real dragon and he can help bring uh-huh. things into your life. But um, from what I'm hearing, you still are suffering with poverty consciousness. Money is still a struggle uh-huh. for you. And if money is going to be a struggle for you, it's hard for the gods and the dragons to reach you to help you. Because it seems like there's things that have happened in your life that have prevented you from having the wealth and abundance you want to have as you go into retirement. Um, it may have been that you grew up in a difficult situation. It may have been that uh, there's been struggles with taxes or divorces or just being able to save money for whatever reason. But that has created poverty consciousness inside your awareness. Would that be accurate? Uh, yes, it is uh, accurate to uh, a certain extent, yes. Uh-huh. But I'm, I'm trying to poverty, open myself that... up to it. And I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to change that right now and everything. I, like I said, in buying the... Uh, Pendant, uh, you know, I was just, I was just, I, I just felt led to buy the pendant. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like so, it was, uh, you know, so there uh, are I didn't elements, even really had, you know, what I'm there saying, are I didn't elements even, in, even really have the money available, but I just figured I was led to get the pendant. And I, there I are just, elements, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. hold on, hold uh, on, like hold I, on. Let me get, a, let me get a word in. <laughs> there are elements okay. inside of your consciousness that are actually fighting the pendant because there's a part of you that wants to keep money the way that it is in your life it doesn't want money to evolve or grow or be more abundant because that part of you has been controlling money inside your life for as long as you've been here it doesn't want things to change so even though you bought the pendant you gotta have there's a war going on inside of you that now says this thing is not going to work because we're not going to let you have money oh do you see what i'm saying Yes. The part of you that has kept things at status quo wants to keep things at status quo. It does not want money to evolve. So what you have to do is you have to, and, and this is going to be hard for you, but you have to use okay. the pendant as an object of prayer. Okay. As an object of prayer, the dragon will begin to fight for you to overcome these forces inside of you that have kept you in poverty consciousness. Poverty consciousness is a weapon that we use against ourselves. And the dragon can help fight against that weapon to help you grow out of it. But it is a process to help you grow out of it. It is best for you to use that tool to direct your prayer to the dragon, Feldraken, to help you bring money into your life. Now, you got to recognize that money's going to huh? fight not to be there. Oh, okay. Money's going to, because it's fought not to be there for decades. I'm going to guess you're around late 50s, early 60s. Yes, well, I'm, uh, I just turned uh, 65. 
Okay. Yes. So uh, you got and I made several. Said, yes. And like I said, I mean, I want to buy your tablets and everything, but right now, you know, it's just kind of hard for me to, you know, uh, uh, $3,000 just seems like a lot of money right now for, for you know, like paying for a book. So in your life, your poverty consciousness has made it so that there's probably a lot of things you can't afford. Can't afford a Mercedes, you might want one. You might want a, a bigger yeah. house. You might want nicer clothes. But all those things are things you can't afford. We price the yeah. items that we have the way that we price them as a challenge. You can buy a car, but you can't necessarily buy a Mercedes unless a lot of your affairs are in order. You can buy rent an yeah. apartment. You can shack up with a friend. But you can't buy a 3,000-square-foot house unless you've done some things right in your house, in your life. You can't buy one of our items unless your financial house is in order. And that's why we put it there. Because once you learn to put things in order in your life, spiritually and financially, the books then become something you can afford. And that way it is a test. If you can't pass oh, that yeah. test, that means there's a lot of things going on in your life that you're not, not able to do. That's yeah. why we have free that's items, true. we have low-cost items. But in order to get to the items that cost more, you got to evolve, uh -huh. you got to develop yourself. And that's why we put them there. Okay, well, uh, thank you so much, then. Well, I'm going to pray, you know, with the pendant, and I'm going to work on um, eliminating the uh, poverty consciousness because I don't want to have it. I mean, I never have. And you're at 65, and you deserve some... You're at 65. You deserve, you deserve some better thing. You deserve a better car, a better house. You deserve yeah, the higher right. price side. Don't say that they're too expensive. Say that I'm going to get these things, doggone it. I deserve them. Mm-hmm. All right, and I'm I'm going to get some tools. You're right. Okay. Right. Thank you so much. And thank you so much. Thank you. You know, that was uh, uh, very well handled, by the way. Um, but there's one thing that uh, he said when he first started is he just got the necklace. I mean, the necklaces have only been shipped maybe two weeks at the most, one week. It's hard for an item to work immediately for anybody. And to overcome decades of negative programming. Yes, uh, but just so that the, the audience understands that when you, when you get a spiritual item, unless you're a person who uh, has worked on themselves and just has uh, magic behind them, when you get these items, it's going to take some time for them to work. It's not going to work immediately. So he didn't even give it a chance to work. He was already complaining that he didn't feel anything from the item. So it's not the item. The item works. It's your consciousness trying to connect with the item. That's the problem. And he has decades of poverty mentality. So it would be difficult. Even if he had a tablet, the tablet probably would not work for him. It's And it's the same kind of consciousness that happens when a lot of people come into a lot of money or a lot of wealth. People, for instance, a good example is when they win the lottery. 90% mm -hmm. of the people that win the lottery within two years don't have a dime. They're mm -hmm. broke because that poverty consciousness reasserts itself in their lives and says to them, we're going to help you get rid of this money. Mm -hmm. And they do. Mm -hmm. Or like a lot of people that are professional athletes, especially you know some of the kids that go to uh, the NBA, by the time they finish, 80% of them are bankrupt. When they leave the NBA, even though they've made more money than most people could dream of, mm -hmm. that poverty consciousness, That's that true. lack of preparedness asserts itself. And when they leave, they don't have anything to show for it, that they've ever been there. Mm -hmm. You said a, a key word, preparedness. And that is a key when you're trying to develop yourself. 
you have to prepare yourself. You have to try to do things that are going to evolve you. We have two callers. Do you want to keep Let's going with the list? Let's answer some questions a little bit. Okay. We're going to ask the two callers if they could wait uh, for about five, ten minutes, and we're going to get to your calls as soon as we can. Uh, let's keep going. Uh, the next one on the list is, of course, straight subconscious. We talked about unconscious, subconscious, 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 and now straight subconscious. Straight subconscious awareness in a crystal is where a crystal uh, begins to become a person. It develops a name for itself. It can reconnect with the uh, continuum that it came from. Most crystals are connected with the continuum of energy that they were created by, the quartz continuum, the lapis lazuli continuum, the gold continuum. It's a continuum of energy that the crystal uses to communicate. It can reconnect with the continuum and therefore begin to draw energy so that it's not such an energy hog in that way. It is subconscious, but it's also reconnected. At the lower levels, it is totally cut off from its parent connection. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So at that level, it can start to gain information and energy from the entire planetary continuum of crystals that it was birthed from. Mm. In that way, is it like the Borg? <laughs> <laughs> okay. We are Borg. We are Borg. We are Borg. <laughs> okay. Uh, Do you know Di was Borg? She came from the Borg continuum. Did she? She doesn't like to let people know that, but she actually is Borg. She is third of eight. That's a Borg designation. Third of eight. There lovely, you go, Di. Lovely girl, though, but her real name is Third of Eight. Third of Eight. <laughs> and she's actually brunette, but she she's, pretends she's to be She's going to pull the cord. <laughs> I am Third of Eight. I am known as Di. <laughs> she's going to miss us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next on the list. More where that came from, Di. Leave that. Is, uh, <laughs> He's only being honest. I didn't hear a word you said because I'm busy answering your phones. So I have no idea what you said. Okay, that's good. You just said you were third of eight. That's your Borg designation. You're not really die. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Hmm. Uh, But you guys are killing me with your jokes. Okay. Okay. It's a Star Trek joke. Okay. She's like, okay, you're killing me. Okay. So we got subconscious, preconscious. Subconscious preconscious is when the crystal develops the ability to travel. Mm -hmm. It can leave its physical housing designation and and travel around. It can develop an astral form. The crystal actually can be a person in a form that can communicate with you. You need to have your senses available and developed, but a crystal can then develop a primitive form that it can use to communicate with you. Hmm. Can that communication be physical? It can be physical, but it's mostly astral. Mm, okay. All right. But it can be physical. It depends on the development of the crystal, but it can develop a body that it can then use to communicate with you. Mm. Okay. All right. Let's go ahead and go to the next one. We're going to go right to pre-conscious. A pre-conscious crystal, and this is kind of weird, but it's, it's true. A pre-conscious crystal is a crystal that is a bridge between crystalline consciousness and human consciousness. That crystal is ready to be born as a person. So if you, you have a pre-conscious crystal, that crystal can actually take part in the human birth process. Hmm. It can become a child. It, it can, can become, become a, a child. A physical human being. Physical human being. 
the crystal. It will be a highly intelligent human being, but it can become a person. Would it? So if, if humans are having sex around a pre-conscious level crystal, that crystal can recognize that you're having sex, recognize that a womb door will open, jump into that womb door, and you can give birth to that crystal. Huh. Oh, that's interesting. That's very interesting, actually. So be careful where you put those crystals. <laughs> that crystal will say, hey, hey, there's some whoopee going on. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Let's go ahead and keep going down the list. Okay, next is the conscious crystal. A conscious crystal is a crystal that has been around an enlightened being. Hmm. that has had contact with highly intelligent, enlightened being. And that crystal is what we call a teacher. That crystal can take part in the human birth process, but mostly it likes to teach. It is a highly evolved being, usually more intelligent than its human owners. Hmm. It is a teaching tool. That piece of Moldavite that I had was a teacher crystal. Hmm. That crystal was smarter than I ever thought about being. Mm -hmm. Ed, I still (laughs) miss my crystal. Thank you. That's interesting. Yeah. So, uh, how would a person know what kind of crystal they have? You know, we could do this as an entire seminar because we could spend all day just on that list of it, but we got other questions on there that I think are just as important. Because mm-hmm. right. if we just stay with that, we'll be doing that the rest of the hour. And there's like six or seven other things I'd like to get to, plus the two callers. Yes. So, when are we going to take the callers? Let's go ahead and take one of the callers now. Okay. Well, we're going to take our next caller uh, from Wisconsin. Jeannie, you're live on the air with Mitch and Kathy. Hello, Jeannie. Hello, Master. Hello, Asaria. Hi. Hello, Jeannie. Hello. Gosh, you guys are great. I um, have a question about a statement that you said about placing a crystal on the tablet for 24 hours and then Mm -hmm. you place it on your pillow. But for me, you said it'd be good for traveling, so that intrigued me. And I was wondering um, what the best crystal to do that with would be. And and then you just said um, about a teaching crystal, and I had brought one to seminar once, and you told me it was a teaching crystal, and I wonder if that would be a good crystal to do this with. Do you remember what kind of crystal that was? It's a quartz crystal. crystal. And was it clear? Um, it's it's kind of clear, but it looks like there's like a warrior in it or something. So it is a little veiny, but um, I'm open to, to hearing what would be the best crystal to do this with. Um, it would help me when a, I'm going places with my tablets. There's a very special type of crystal that would be a really excellent teaching tool or teaching type of crystal. And the way the reason that we say that is there are all kinds of information that we just don't have time to read. You can take, you can place this crystal mm-hmm. on a tablet and it will, it will absorb the energy so that you can store, you know, all your tablets on this crystal. And that way, because the tablets are heavy, they're big, and if you put them in your bags, it's going to weigh as much as your bag. Yes, and you don't want to leave any of them behind, so it becomes a situation. So, mm-hmm. But there's a I crystal agree. called Labradorite. Okay. L-A-B-R-A-D-O-R-I-T-E. 
Okay. Labradorite and actually gives off a very small amount of light when you look at it. Go ahead and put that, if you're online, go ahead and put that on Google and look at it. And you can see that the crystal glows. It has, and when you put it under uh, like a black light, you'll see that it glows even more because the crystal is the, one of the most highly evolved crystal forms on the planet. It's what lapis grows up to be. Mm. Oh, okay. I didn't know it. All right, cool. Does I'm it matter what size of, it is? I mean, you have to, I suppose you just use your... This whatever size... You know, a size that fits in the palm of your hand is a good size. Okay. That's a you good size. You don't want to get too big because you might as well bring your things then. Okay, so in right, the palm of your hand. Even, even a pebble-sized piece of Labradorite is an excellent piece of crystal. Um, it's actually more evolved in consciousness than most humans. We still Beautiful. don't want you to put this on your altar. Okay. Because it will absorb energy like any other crystal. But it is more evolved in its absorber. And I just put a copy of a piece uh, on my personal timeline. Okay, great. Is it okay? Face, um, so you can see what it looks like. Do you have the crystal on your tablet in your meditation room, or should you not just do that in there either? Um, personally, I don't like crystals in the meditation room. Okay, perfect. All right. Yeah, I just put one on the solar. Okay, I just put one on the solar. I, I just put one on the solar rejuvenation page and on the subconscious page, so you can see what it looks like. Beautiful. Thank you so much. I love yeah, it. you're welcome. I love you guys too, and um, we'll see you soon in Chicago. Yes, looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Jeannie. Thank you. Okay, we're going to ask our last caller to please hold because we're going to have to take a commercial break in uh, about two minutes, and I don't want to cut the caller off. So uh, we have lots to still discuss, and after we take that caller, when we come back from break, we got to kind of move quickly. Yeah, that's uh, why I wanted to get off some of those uh, levels because we could spend a whole day on this and be still barely scratching the surface, so let's move on a bit. Okay, um, I believe we uh, should talk a little bit about how uh, different entities uh, interact with the crystals. I think that would be interesting. Um, we can start with the angels, uh, but the angels, the gods, the elemental, and the demons use crystals. How do they use crystals? How do angels use crystals? Uh, most of the higher beings in reality understand that crystals have a, a very evolved storage function. Mm -hmm. Also, some of the higher evolved crystals like the subconscious uh, and the conscious crystals are able to project forms into reality. Mm -hmm. Well, they can project their essence into some of the crystal networks that are in our planet and underneath our planet. And they can use that to help sustain their forms when they come to Earth. Mm. A god, an elemental, highly evolved elemental, or an angel can project their essence, their consciousness into one of the crystal networks, and then they can that can help them form a sustain a body. So they develop relationships with crystals over long periods of time, so that over time they can project, for instance, into the Labradorite network. There are billions of tons of Labradorite under the earth. Well, that highly evolved consciousness of Labradorite is a perfect vessel for an angel body. Mm -hmm. They can use it to develop and sustain an angel body. As humans evolve, we can do that too. Okay. 
All right. Well, it looks like we we got a lot more in store for you. We want you to hang on, and we'll be right back. Thank you so much. Spiritual growth in the modern world is a challenging prospect. Miracles, supernatural phenomena, and true spiritual masters are hard to come by. Spiritual tools that work, inspire, and lead the aspirant to higher evolution are very rare items. When we don't get the answers or the help that we're looking for, we often conclude that God is not listening or that he has turned us down. What we fail to realize is that there is a right way and a wrong way to pray. Furthermore, there are tools that the Creator has given us that are designed to help ensure that our prayers are answered. My wife and I have experienced hundreds of supernatural events and miracles in our lives. We have witnessed the appearance of angels, gods, elementals, materializations, aura phenomena, and a host of events that defy rational explanation. We have over 100 free videos on YouTube and a large Facebook page. Visit our website today at www.tybro.com. Hi, I'm Mitch. And I'm Kathy. And we're the Mitch and Kathy Show. At least I'm half of it. <laughs> I'm the other half. <laughs> <laughs> we did a show. We do some great shows, but we did a show called You Did What? You Did What? And people was talking about some of everything. And some things we didn't want to hear. Some things we heard, I wish I could unhear, but that cannot be done, Grasshopper. It is cannot be done today. It can't be done, but only on the Mitch and Kathy show will you hear something like that. We're going to do a show about orgasms. Ooh. Nobody has, to, to my knowledge, has ever done a show about orgasms, a human orgasm. Did you know there was 27 different types of orgasms? That's a lot of orgasms. You know, somebody should give you a manual or a handbook about stuff like that when you come into the world. My son, there are 27 different types of, <laughs> and they need to give you a glove and a bandage well, if they give you that. That's a Vaseline. <laughs> Join us every Tuesday for the Mitch and Kathy show, live on KCAA AM and FM. We'll see you soon. Hi, this is Kathy Gibson of The Mitch and Kathy Show. My husband and I started a business over 10 years ago dedicated to bringing spiritual tools, knowledge, and understanding to a rapidly changing world. Over the last 100 years, we have gone from a culture dominated by the horse and buggy to space stations, airplanes, iPads, and the Internet. We have decoded the human genome, tamed the atom, and sent humans to the moon. Yet there is something strangely amiss in our evolution. Our spiritual growth has stagnated. We have yet to successfully plumb the depths of the human mind, understand the mysteries of the human soul, or fully integrate the emotion of love into our politics, religion, or racial relations. We have created over 100 free videos on YouTube and a large Facebook page. We enjoy our work, and we look forward to meeting as many of you as possible. Please come by our website at www.tybro.com today. All right, we are back and uh, just before we get to our calls, we got several callers that are holding I uh, wanted to go ahead and give out the list of uh, crystals that we recommend highly for you to use if you're going to use crystals. And uh, that list is this. We are recommending carnelian, either red or orange, are, are a good source of energy. We're going to recommend the green quartz. The green quartz is also good energy. The yellow quartz, the yellow quartz is also 
so good energy. And of course, Motivite. We've talked about Motivite. And he just gave you a really good one called Labradorite. L-A-B-R-A-D-O-R-I-T-E. Labradorite. Labradorite is a good uh, crystal to use, especially on the spiritual path. Uh, He just uh, told you how the angels can use Labradorite to form a an actual form for you. And and before we go on with the crystals, we just have to say we're gonna we've been working with Di uh, almost since we started our show. We're gonna miss you. We you know when we first met Di, uh, Di wanted to be a chef. She was on Top Chef. Oh, she uh, actually. Uh, <laughs> you guys. Are- <laughs> <laughs> she auditioned for Top Chef. Top Chef, and she she specialized in food that was a mixture of Chinese and Mexican. She called it Chex food. <laughs> The restaurant didn't last too long. It only lasted a few days, but she was very, very um, adamant about her checks recipes and her checks menu. And so we, we really supported her. We never made it to the restaurant. It was something we just didn't put on our agenda. But we heard that the food was just spectacular. I mean, she had a mixture of taco. Like, so one dish she had that I heard was really good was tacos and fried rice. That was supposed to be like... <laughs> Tortilla with rice in the center. Enchilada egg drop soup was a big deal. And, you know, one of the things that was really good was uh, Mexico City duck. It was, (laughs) you had to order two days ahead and it came with um, X-Lax, but it was supposed to be very good. And that was Dye's checks menu. We, We really... Are sorry that it just didn't make it. I'm sorry and, uh, you never came out to it. try it, especially the uh, the duck with the X lax. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it you, you really should have tried that. You one. got talent there, girl. Thank you so much. <laughs> Remember, uh, dies checks recipe checks menu. Um, we're gonna miss you. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I have twenty four more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm not counting. I can pull the plug. (laughs) Yeah, enchilada fried rice. You got to experience that once in life before you leave this world. Wow. You know, there's probably a restaurant that's making that fusion. It's probably not a bad bad mixture. You know, that's probably a restaurant. It probably is a bad mixture. Right now that is creating dishes made between... Uh, Chinese food and Mexican food. But they didn't have the touch and the talent that Dai had with her checks menu. <laughs> A Chinese Mexican. Dai, <sighs> thank you for the memories. <laughs> we love you. We love you. Gosh, I'm going to miss you guys. We were going to miss yeah. you too. All right, let's get to the callers. I believe Rashid from Atlanta, you've been holding. Thank you so much for holding your live on the air with Mitch and Kathy. How can we help you today? Uh, thank you. Thank you. Greetings. Bless you all. Thank you. Welcome to all the listeners. And thank you for having me, Father Gotham, uh Mother Kathy. Um, my question today is uh, kind of a couple of different parts. Um, I wanted to know, A, uh, what is the vibration relationship or difference between the crystal formations of, say, rock crystals and then the crystallized formation of um uh, precious metals, gold, silver, copper, etc. Then also I wanted to know um, what is the significance or why does the Jade Emperor um, represent or why his name is Jade and why did you, Father, uh, choose emerald for your tablets? And then third, lastly, what is the relationship that the crystals have on our chakras? 
and and how did they interact and how and what age or what part of your uh, evolution did you realize you only had two chakras? We're only going to be able to do one of your questions because we got three callers. So pick the one that's closest to your heart. We'll answer that one. The uh, precious metals, I believe. Um, precious metals are a more evolved form of crystals, especially the the gold and silver and platinum metals. The uh, rare earth elements are the most highly evolved elements in our planet. That's why so many species from different worlds would come here to get them, because this world is rich in very highly evolved rare earth elements, in particular gold, rhodium, osmium, platinum. Those are very highly evolved crystals, much more so than some of the others we talked about. You can get a handful of quartz for pennies, but a handful of gold is going to cost you some bucks mm -hmm. for that very reason. Okay? Thank you. Oh, thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you. Good evening. Okay. Uh, we have a young lady holding from Richmond, Virginia. Cheryl, are you there? I am here. Hello. Hi. Hi, how are Hi, you? Masters. We got your call how this time. You? We're good. How you doing? Sorry for I the am... wait. We try to we're trying to move it along as quickly as we can. So what's on your heart today? Well, I I just wanted to say to the caller who called in before that Feldrick Khan is very real. And after receiving that um that that medallion, that pendant, I sat at my altar and held it in my hand and just asked if uh, he would work with me, and I, I just thanked him for um, working with me, and I asked if I could hear his voice. And when I went into meditation, I definitely heard very clearly a very strong, and I felt a very strong breath that felt like fire, and I heard it audibly. Uh, and so I, I knew that this was this dragon um, reaching out and beginning to communicate with me, and I am so grateful. So I wanted to tell that caller to not give up, to keep working at it, to use those free tools to get to the point where you can communicate with uh, that beautiful dragon. That's a yeah. very great point. Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you. Yeah. And I also wanted to comment that I did, as you instructed, I removed my crystals from my altar, which I had placed crystals on my altar as gifts unto the gods. And so when that um, recommendation came, I, I was a little bit perplexed because I had always, I felt like I was doing the right thing by uh, offering them as, uh, as an offering. But I trust, I trust you, Master, and I love you, Master, and I removed those crystals. And I sat at the altar and bowed. I asked for forgiveness. I asked that my ignorance please be forgiven. And... While I was offering prayers at my altar, immediately after removing crystals, my phone began to make noise, like I was receiving text messages and different things. After I finished praying, when I checked my phone, there were several appointments, clients contacting me, asking for appointments, clients I hadn't heard from in months, uh, a couple of them over a year. Um, mm -hmm. This clearly moved some energy and cleared space for some abundance to come through. And I just want to thank you both so very much for opening our eyes to crystal energy and helping us to utilize crystal energy properly. I am so grateful, and I'm so honored. Thank you so much. 
you thank you. You are a very great example and testimony to the concept that crystals can absorb and block the energies that should be helping us. When you remove them, those clients have probably been trying to reach you energetically and just didn't know what was blocking them. Mm-hmm. When you followed yeah. that direction, you saw immediately that those channels opened up. So bless you. Bless you heavily. Mm-hmm. Thank you so, so much. And a quick question. I do have a healing room as part of my practice. Can I program the crystals to help with healing? Can I place those crystals on the Healing Spells book to amplify that energy? It's better if, you, if you're going to be working with healing people, that crystal is going to take energy from people as much as it's going to give. And that's, okay. remember, that's 90, 95% of people. Um, if you heat a crystal and work with it, it, some of them, especially the igneous level crystals like um, uh, slate or some of the heavier pieces like granite, they can hold heat energy, they can give out heat. But we recommend that you use radiators, the radiators that we have, the healing spell cards that we have, and some of the medallions are much better ways to help people because when we tested crystals with people, we found that crystals took a lot more energy than they ever give. Mm, okay. okay. A lot of people don't thank like you, that, but when so we much. showed them that on our equipment, mm-hmm. it was an eye opener, wasn't it, sweetheart? It was. Wow. It was. Wow. And uh, and it wasn't their fault. They just didn't know. Yeah. They just yeah. didn't know. And and sometimes you have to have that visual. People need mm-hmm. to see the visual for themselves before they realize that oh, they're right. Uh, this really isn't good for me. So, you know, we were happy to have the equipment so that we could show them. But I'm glad that you removed them. You're going to start seeing a lot more blessings come your way. Oh, my goodness. It has been, I mean, literally while I'm offering prayers and asking forgiveness, my phone just starts going off. And I literally Mm -hmm. went from having zero clients for this week to six clients immediately. Wow. Wow. That's fantastic. Uh, While I'm offering prayers. And it, it, was, it was just one of those really incredible experiences, and I just cannot thank you enough. I am so grateful for the both of you, and love you, love you, love you so much. I'm a little we bit hoarse. I've been singing to, at the altar too much. <laughs> <laughs> and as they say in church, amen. 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 Yes. Amen. Okay, amen. we have one more caller. Bless you. Thank you, Cheryl. You. We appreciate you calling in. Uh, this young lady from Hawaii, Leanne, are you there? I'm here, Master Nasaria. There she is. Hi, Leanne. Uh-oh. How you Good doing? To hear your Hi. All of my questions, I can't believe it, have been answered. Except, I'm wanted to just thank you so much for the order book. I'm just. I just cannot tell you what a what a blessing that book is. I just I'm, thank you so much. I'm really glad to hear the feedback about the book. It's it's it was a labor of love. It's a bigger book than I anticipated it to be, but I hope it answers a lot of questions and give you some uh, resources to understanding what the order is and how to move up in it. Yes, yes. I read the whole thing this past weekend, so thank you. And just a quick question, I'm. I want to honor my sound healing students to the best of my ability. And since I'm using crystal bowls, you know, I, I heard what you said about platinum, rhodium, gold. What would you recommend as far as um, 
any other information, Masters, as far as using the bowls and what materials? Well, the, the, the bowls are good for the sound that they emit, and the sound does have healing quality. It can elevate consciousness. But as we said, we don't want to put them uh, where people, where they can absorb energy from people, where they can absorb energy from your altar. So we want to we use them for the sound that they emit. We want to use them for the energies that they radiate. Then we want to put them away so that they don't absorb energy from you mm. or from your clients. So- you're basically saying do not place them on the person for healing, just play them for the sound. That's mm-hmm. right, because they're, they're going to absorb as much energy as they give, actually more energy than they give. So um, we want to use it intelligently, and we want to be more evolved in the way that we use the crystal bowls. And, Masters, you would recommend then focusing on the gold and the platinum as far as materials and letting go of some of the other gemstones. That's right. Okay, wonderful. Thank you so, so much. Thank you so much. Thank you, Leanne. Before we go to our next one, Di was was able to tell us that um, when she moves on, she's going to be an organist in our new church (laughs) with the the church of uh, Billy Bob Gupta in Savannah, Georgia. We're moving our church to Savannah, Georgia, and Di is going to be our organist. She has been taking organ lessons on the side, and she has created some really beautiful pipe organ music. She's a pipe organ player. She's not very good, but we're going to give her a chance to play some of her wonderful pipe organ compositions in the church of Billy Bob Gupta. In Savannah, Georgia, we have services every Wednesday night from 7 to 9, and we have them on Sunday morning (laughs) from 6 to 10. We have four-hour services where you have to stand and listen to pipe organ music, and she sings. She's not a very good singer. She doesn't have a good voice. We told her not to sing, but she insists on singing. And we just love her, and we're going to give you a big hug. And as, if you want to see Di from now on, the Church of Billy Bob Gupta, Savannah, yeah. Georgia, six to ten on Sunday mornings, and Sunday evening, uh, Wednesday evening, six to nine. Thank you so much, Di, for all the wonderful memories. And we're really looking forward to some of your great hits. Uh, one of the greatest hits we've heard of her uh, pipe organ is "We Will See." <laughs> she did a song. And it just goes on so wonderfully. She took it from a Richard Pryor um, stand-up comedy, and she was so inspired by Richard's comedy that she made a wonderful, that our audience just rendition loved. Of rendition of We yes, See. Oh. And thank you, Di, for all the memories. And we're looking forward to hearing your version of We, and, we Will See over and over in our beautiful church in downtown Savannah, the Billy Bob Gupta Church of Methodist Unitarian Hinduism. Thank you so much. <laughs> I don't Thank even you know so where much, you God. come up with this stuff. <laughs> I don't even know. But you're, you're, you're halfway right. I do actually take piano lessons, so I can play the piano. And you're absolutely right. You I cannot can You piano. can play the piano. But, but I cannot sing for... a lick. So you, you got okay. those two things right. Sort of. At, we know that you can't sing a lick, Di. We know that. <laughs> so we, we understand and we sympathize, but we're going to have you sing anyway. And thank you so much. Remember the Church of, church of Billy Bob Gupta, beautiful downtown Savannah, Georgia, the Church of Methodist Unitarian Hinduism. Thank you so much. Wow. Yeah, we wow. will see. Yeah. We will see. <laughs> <laughs> she said, yeah, we will see. <laughs> 
for those just joining us, no, we do not have a church. We do not have a church. And we do not have a church in Savannah, Georgia. So don't go looking for the uh, Mitch and Kathy Church of the Methodist Unitarian Methodist Hinduism. Unitarian <laughs> Hinduism. <laughs> like, is that a real church? Yeah. I see people just, we do not have a church. So I'm saying it out loud. Thousands of members, great <laughs> services. And the star of the, of the show is our pipe organist, Die. Wow. <laughs> you know, our, our producer is leaving. This is her last day. So we, we have to give her a little bit of. We have to play with we her a little play bit. With her just a little bit, just to show her how much we love her and Thank how you, much Di. we're going to miss her. Okay. We have about eight minutes. And, Do we have another call? Is that it? Uh, I believe that's the last of the callers. So there was something on the list that we didn't get to. Now we can go back to it. Okay. Uh, and this was under the list of uh, different crystal intelligence, and that was the one that was called hyperdimensional. What's a hyperdimensional crystal? Hyperdimensional crystals are crystals that have evolved beyond the need for form. Mm. That crystal will create a crystal form for the purpose of teaching and communicating a human, and that crystal will disappear. It will be something that you will buy, and it will be programmed to teach you. It will program itself to teach you. It will teach you whatever you need to learn, and then it will disappear. Mm. So most like the Ed did steal my crystal, but it could also have been a hyperdimensional crystal to disappear as well. It could have been. You know, there have been items that just disappeared on us mm-hmm. and then reappear uh, for whatever reason. I think we kind of figured that out later on, but they do do that. They do. They do do that. They do. So for about 99% of humans, they use crystals for crystal storage and crystal energy functions uh, and and for a lot of them of the 99% that actually use crystals uh, they were actually worshipping crystals a lot of people were worshipping crystals and nothing wrong with it if that's what you want to worship but they weren't doing much for your altar it wasn't helping you to connect with the gods and your ancestors so hopefully after today if you still have crystals on your altar that you will take them off um, because they're absorbing everything you're trying to do for your ancestors and the bridge that you're trying to create between you and the creator and the other gods uh, you don't want to block that connection because that's very important for your growth so if you still have crystals on your altar we're going to ask you to take them off but that is your decision and your choice and you're welcome to do whatever it is you think is best for you but as your teachers we're asking you to take them off I have a good topic we can do for our show next week we do need a topic for next week Order of the Red Dragon the Order of the Red Dragon well you know that's probably a good one to tackle because a lot of people weren't able to get the book we can talk about what the order is how it's organized uh, who the masters, or talk about what a spiritual master is. A lot of people listen to our show and they hear people call us master. Mm-hmm. And they don't understand that. In the West, people see masters as people that teach karate and kung fu. Um, but in the East, there are people who are masters of knowledge and spiritual awareness. That's what we are. Mm-hmm. People ask us questions about all kinds of different areas of knowledge and spiritual awareness that's our area of mastery so the 
the Order of the Red Dragon is an organization of spiritual masters that guide the development of mankind. And we just released a book, The Order of the Red Dragon, which is has been long awaited. I am very happy that the years book Years they've been waiting. Years. I mean, years. years. Over a decade. Mm-hmm. And so next week's show, we're going to dedicate to the Order of the Red Dragon. Everything you wanted to know. I mean, as much as we can talk about in two hours. And the people, if you have a book... This is your turn to call in and ask all kinds of questions about the Order of the Red Dragon. and we Because would, we know you have some. We know you have some, and we haven't really opened that door, but we're going to open that door so we can talk about the Order of the Red Dragon. Yes, I think that uh, uh, I've read the book. It, uh, it is an incredible book. The knowledge is just next world, and it gives us a, a great understanding of how everything was done in our universe. And uh, most people never get to that knowledge, and we're happy to be able to offer it. But like he said when he was talking to that young man earlier, you have to be at a place where you're ready to accept that kind of information that evolves you to that point. And the people who purchased that, they were ready. They have done some things right in their life, and they were able to get it. And for those who could not get it, we're going to talk about it. And I think that's the least we can do is give you some of the information that is in the book. Uh, So that's what we try to do. We don't try to leave anybody out of anything that we create because God wants us to create it. Uh, But we try to give you some information or give you some of the tools or some of the spells or we'll give you a little taste of uh, what's in different books and, and tablets uh, so that you'll be able to use it and hopefully it'll help you with your station in life and, and build you up and bring you forth and be able to bring the kind of prosperity and things that you would like in your life. Uh, but most importantly is to evolve you. We want to evolve your consciousness so that you can become uh, whatever it is that humans can become. In our case, we want you to become a light being. Uh, we want you to be able to get the sun to blink. We want you to have that communication with the deities and the gods. And we want you to be an example for others. That is our hope for all of you. Uh, so I think we have time for maybe one more question about the crystals. We got about three minutes. What do you think? Go ahead. Okay. Uh we talked about the angels, but we didn't talk about the gods. How do the gods use the crystals? What would you guess? I would imagine that, well, see, they don't really need to use the crystals for their energy. They can if they want, but they can create their own energy. So I wouldn't imagine that they would need to use them for that. How would they use them? Crystals store a tremendous amount of energy on this planet. And gods and magicians and mystics know that. So if a god wants to give you a blessing, they will take energy from the crystal network net, uh, in this planet and from their own uh, database of energy and use it to help you. The crystals that we place on our altar are disconnected from the network lattice of intelligence and power of crystals. But the crystals that are in the earth, some of these crystals are five miles long mm. and weigh trillions of tons. That kind of crystal has a tremendous amount of power. The New Age did get it right in that crystals have power. But what they did, what they failed to realize is that you need a crystal that's several miles long that weighs billions of tons to get significant power. Mm -hmm. And once you can tap into that crystal, you can do anything. Gods use crystals to conserve their own power and use it to help give us blessings and energy. So what about the crystals that are in the caves? 
uh, would, I would imagine there's tremendous power in those caves. As long as the crystal is big enough and evolved enough, it can be used as an energy source. As an energy source. Okay. So when we talk about the Order of the Red Dragon next week, uh, we're going to leave it up to the people that own the, the book to kind of lead the way for questions. We're not going to give away too much information, but as much as you would like to share from that book, just feel free to share it with the public. Um, when we release our, our what we call our big books that cost thousands of dollars, we routinely, we've sold out of just about all of those books. Mm-hmm. And people have seen some of the greatest miracles and acts of power that you can imagine from that. So these are real books that have real power in our world. So the power that you get from these books versus the power that you get from a, uh, a lesser evolved book is just, there's no comparison. So we really want to encourage everybody that when we come out with a big book, they sell out quickly. And after we leave this world, there won't be another talk in this world for thousands of years. So you are living in a golden age where you have avatars of the goddess Mott and the god Toth living among you, providing you information. So we want to give a shout out once again to our producer, Di. Thank you so much for helping us grow our show. We are forever grateful for what you did to get us to where we are right now. So from Mitch and Kathy to you, thank you and so much. And we look much. forward to hearing your beautiful organ music tomorrow <laughs> night at the church of Billy Bob Gruta in beautiful downtown Savannah, Georgia. And your rendition of We Will See. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you for joining thank us. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week with the Order of the Red Dragon. Good night from Mitch and Kathy. Hi, this is Kathy Gibson of the Mitch and Kathy Show. My husband and I started a business over 10 years ago dedicated to bringing spiritual tools, knowledge, and understanding to a rapidly changing world. Over the last 100 years, we have gone from a culture dominated by the horse and buggy to space stations, airplanes, iPads, and the Internet. We have decoded the human genome, tamed the atom, and sent humans to the moon. Yet there is something strangely amiss in our evolution. Our spiritual growth has stagnated. We have yet to successfully plumb the depths of the human mind, understand the mysteries of the human soul, or fully integrate the emotion of love into our politics, religion, or racial relations. We have created over 100 free videos on YouTube and a large Facebook page.